When you're in the market for a new car, you want a vehicle that conquers your daily commute, easily handles the elements, and looks great too. You need the reliability of a Toyota and the confidence that your investment will last. Why? Because after all the carpools, shopping trips, and weekends out, you want a car that still has plenty of miles left in it and holds its value for a great trade-in deal. That's where Toyota leads the pack as the number one resale value brand for 2024, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So check out the all-new, fully redesigned 2025 Camry or test drive a stylish and affordable Corolla sedan or hatchback. And remember, when you choose Toyota, you're not just buying a car for today, you're investing in trade-in value for tomorrow. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals, for more. Vehicles projected resale value is specific to the 2024 model year. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Toyota, let's go places. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Gretchen Rubin, and this is A Little Happier. Throughout my life, all the way back to my childhood, I get intensely interested in different subjects, and I spend a lot of time reading about them. For instance, recently I've been fascinated by color, smell, and the placebo effect. As a child, one of my many interests was the life of Helen Keller. Perhaps because she was a child too, I was fascinated by her story. Helen Keller was born in Alabama in 1880. When she was born, she could see and hear, but at 19 months, she contracted an illness, uh, probably meningitis, that took away her sight and hearing. She lived an extraordinary life. She went to college, she wrote many books, she met a dozen United States presidents, and she traveled the world. In 1905, she wrote an autobiography called The Story of My Life, and among other things, she writes about the day her teacher, Anne Sullivan, taught her the word water. I love this story so much. I'm going to read a lightly edited version of um, chapter four from the story of my life. The most important day I remember in all my life is the one on which my teacher, Anne Mansfield Sullivan, came to me. I am filled with wonder when I consider the immeasurable contrast between the two lives which it connects. It was the 3rd of March, 1887, three months before I was seven years old. On the afternoon of that eventful day, I stood on the porch expectant. I guessed vaguely from my mother's signs and from the hurrying to and fro in the house that something unusual was about to happen, so I went to the door and waited on the steps. The afternoon sun penetrated the mass of honeysuckle that covered the porch and fell on my upturned face. 
Have you ever been at sea in a dense fog when it seemed as if tangible white darkness shut you in and the great ship, tense and anxious, groped her way toward the shore with plummet and sounding line and you waited with beating heart for something to happen? I was like that ship before my education began, only I was without compass or sounding line and had no way of knowing how near the harbor was. I felt approaching footsteps. I stretched out my hand, as I supposed, to my mother. Someone took it, and I was caught up and held close in the arms of her who had come to reveal all things to me, and more than all things else, to love me. The morning after my teacher came, she led me into her room and gave me a doll. When I had played with it a little while, Miss Sullivan slowly spelled into my hand the word D-O-L-L. I was at once interested in this finger play and tried to imitate it. When I finally succeeded in making the letters correctly, I was flushed with childish pleasure and pride. Running downstairs to my mother, I held up my hand and made the letters for doll. I did not know that I was spelling a word or even that words existed. One day while I was playing with my new doll, Miss Sullivan put my big rag doll into my lap also, spelled D-O-L-L, -L, and tried to make me understand that D-O-L-L -L applied to both. Earlier in the day, we had had a tussle over the words M-U-G, mug, and W-A-T-E-R, water. Miss Sullivan had tried to impress it upon me that M-U-G is mug and that W-A-T-E-R is water, but I persisted in confounding the two. In despair, she had dropped the subject for the time, only to renew it at the first opportunity. We walked down the path to the well house, attracted by the fragrance of the honeysuckle with which it was covered. Someone was drawing water, and my teacher placed my hand under the spout. As the cool stream gushed over one hand, she spelled into the other the word water, first slowly, then rapidly. I stood still, my whole attention fixed upon the motions of her fingers. Suddenly, I felt a misty consciousness as of something forgotten, a thrill of returning thought, and somehow the mystery of language was revealed to me. I knew then that W-A-T-E-R meant the wonderful, cool something that was flowing over my hand. That living word awakened my soul, gave it light, hope, joy, set it free. There were barriers still, it is true, but barriers that could in time be swept away. I learned a great many new words that day. I do not remember what they all were, but I do know that mother, father, sister, teacher were among them, words that were to make the world blossom for me, like Aaron's rod with flowers. It would have been difficult to find a happier child than I was as I lay in my crib at the close of that eventful day and lived over the joys it had brought me, and for the first time, longed for a new day to come. I love this beautiful, hopeful story. Next week, I'll read from the letter that Anne Sullivan wrote about that very same day with her perspective on what happened. If you'd like to read this excerpt from The Story of My Life, I'll post a link to it in the show notes. I'm Gretchen Rubin, and I hope this makes your week a little happier.